You're listening to the podcast, Carlos Avalon, My Music, My Life. Thank you for tuning in. And now, here's your host, Carlos Avalon. I should have asked you for your number, and if you'd like for me to go, because I think I really love Olá, amigos. Quero primeiro dizer aos meus amigos portugueses que estão a ouvir este podcast, muito obrigado. Wait, folks, don't turn it off or tune me out. Yes, it is an English language podcast. But as most of you know, I was born in Portugal and I simply had to say hello and thank you to all my Portuguese friends that I know listened to the very first episode. And I'm very grateful for that. Some of them did not understand the English very well, but they still were there to support me. Thank you so much. Actually, I want to thank all of you that gave me a listen. I received great words of congratulations, great input from many of you, and some of you had some questions. Uh, some of you closer friends to me gave me great words of advice that I so much appreciate. And so, based on what I heard from you, here are some things I think you should know. Most asked the question, where are you doing the podcast from? So, you know, I'm recording these first few episodes from our home office in Tracy, California. That's a town just east of the San Francisco Bay Area. I was actually raised in the Bay Area in Fremont. And actually, one thing that came out of the last uh, year with no performances and COVID closing everything down and stopping the career of all my fellow artists and entertainers, uh, with that, we decided to move our entire business operation from Palm Springs to Tracy. However, as the career takes off again, I'll record wherever I might be at. If I'm performing in Palm Springs, I'll do an episode from there. So I'll make it interesting. It'll be fun. Some of you also asked if I plan to have invited guests. The answer is most likely yes, but only from time to time. Actually, I already know who it is that I'd like to be my first guest, but not yet. Having said all that, I'm ready now for the music segment. The featured song is one I wrote about nine years ago. Yes, I'm a recording artist, but I'm also a duo recording artist, meaning I'm in two categories of the recording business. I'm a vocal artist as a singer and also an instrumental artist as a pianist. Of course, I'm also a songwriter, and I guess because I was a musician first and only later did I start singing in my first band um, in the San Francisco Bay Area, a band um, very well known in the Portuguese community called Azores 68. Those of you that are old enough will remember Sergio Mendes and Brazil 66. That's where our name um, idea came from. Um, I am from the Azores, born in a group of islands that belong to Portugal called the Azores. Most often, as a songwriter, the melody comes first to me. 
Sometimes it's the words and the melody almost simultaneously. I envy those songwriters that are, in essence, for hire. And if someone tells them to write a song about this or that, song for a movie or for a jingle or for a commercial, they immediately sit down and write it. Nope. Okay. That's not for me. I have to either be in love, be falling in love, or be terribly heartbroken to come up with the mood and the inspiration to write a song. Here's the story of this song I'm about to play for you. I met someone, and from the very beginning, from the very beginning, it felt beautiful, magical, actually. But it was also clear from the beginning that there was no interest at all in a serious relationship. Haven't we all heard that before? No strings attached. I'm not looking for a relationship, just, well, you know where I'm going with it. Just that certain pleasure everybody wants. But we kept seeing each other off and on, and I'd be home in Palm Springs for a few weeks, and then I'd go back on a ship gig for two or three months, or for a gig in Northern California for a, a week or two, come back to Palm Springs, we'd see each other. The cycle kept going. Together, always felt better and better when we'd see each other. And yes, the feeling started to grow. Then I went back to the Alaska the summer in Alaska on celebrity cruises. If you live in Palm Springs, California, where it can easily be 120 degrees, believe me, what a luxury to be paid to go to Alaska on a cruise ship and perform in the summer. Well, I, I knew next time I'd go back, I'd have to say it. I'd have to say it. I think you should know I'm in love with you. In this case, not always, but those words immediately came at me with a melody that goes like this. I think you should know I'm in love with you. But then only the melody took off for me. I love that simply simple romantic melody. And when I tried to add words aside from those first two lines, guess what happened? Writer's block. As to the lyrics, I just could not, I, I couldn't go beyond those two words because the melody, I liked it so much. And the words that I was coming up with were kind of too, uh, oh, just um, too, um, well, cheesy, I guess, is one word I could say, too elementary. And after weeks of working at it, uh, with trying to come up with words for my beautiful melody, I finally gave up. I kept playing it over and over again. I was very lucky because my venue on Celebrity Cruises was my own little cabaret, well, lounge. And it was closed at night after the shows, about two, three in the morning, I would go and sit and work at it and work at it. I wrote several songs on cruise ships very late night. 
Then I finally said, Carlos, that melody, that song title, you need nothing else. It says it all. Just go with it. And that's when it became an instrumental. And then about a year later, I passed it on to my producer, uh, Rich Kurtz, and he loved it. And he said, yes, let's record this as a beautiful instrumental. He wrote a wonderful romantic arrangement for it, produced it, and that's how I Think You Should Know was born. Here you go. say so myself. But all I did was write it. I think the true beauty of that song comes from what the arranger, the producer, Rich Kurtz, did with it. All I told him was that I wanted to keep it simple, not overproduced, 
not full orchestra, which helped with the budget, but just enough to add beauty to it. Still keep it very sweet. And so, with that guitar and flute and light strings in the background, he did it. Made it just perfect, I think. And I don't know about you, but I hear that song as a love theme in a major movie, a motion picture someday. I'm not giving up on it. Along with my producers, we will keep pushing it. And maybe someday it'll happen. And then I'll be a rich man. I won't have to worry about my retirement. I hope you'll go to whatever outlet you use to download or stream your music and listen to it again and again and see if you agree with me. Now there's a love theme from a movie. Oh, and when you look at the cover... Again, designed by my guy, Bruce Ramirez. And the photo of my face was taken at a performance in Castlewood Country Club in Pleasanton, California, by a photographer I also use from time to time, Jamie Hagman. She's done some great work for me once in a while, too. But the hands at the piano. Look at those hands. Not my hands. Guess whose hands? Think about it, folks. Okay, time for a little politics. Yes, let's talk California. That's where I live. Actually, at one time I officially lived in Nevada. Oh, God, I was in my 20s. I loved Nevada. The liberty of 24 hours, everything open. I loved that time in my life. Reno was a great success for me. And then on to Las Vegas when I was performing in Nevada. And then I went on to officially live in New Jersey during my Atlantic City days. Great memories. 18 years I performed at Harris Casinos in Atlantic City. And in the summer, for about 10 years, I performed at the Atlantic City Country Club. But most of my professional life, even with all my travels, California has been my home. I love it. And now some people are trying to recall our governor, Gavin Newsom. For those of you that are listening in other countries, to recall a governor is to force him or her out of office before the end of the official term. In presidential politics, it's that impeachment thing that you all heard about and remember, um, about, well, last year or a couple of years ago, former President Trump's situation. Well, in the state, it's the recall they go after. I ask here my California friends, what did Governor Newsom truly do that was so wrong, so criminal, so corrupt, that he deserves to be recalled. If you truly stop to think about it, the answer most likely is nothing so serious that would lead to getting him out now. Let's not go there and just wait for the next election and vote for the candidate of your choice. 
I recall happened in California almost 20 years ago. I was against that one, too. I wasn't super happy with Governor Davis back then, but I didn't think he had done anything so of such a magnitude for him to be recalled. And what did we get? The Terminator, Arnold Schwarzenegger. And guess what? Arnold eventually ended his term in office with even less popularity ratings than Governor Davis did. Davis went out with 24% popularity ratings, but Arnold was at 22% when he left. Be careful what you wish for. Now, I started this episode talking about some of your questions, and I forgot to answer one of them, put to me by actually my editor, producer of many of my works, Michael Adel. Knowing my Portuguese market, as Michael does, he asked if I'd ever considered doing an episode in Portuguese. I'd say maybe yes. That kind of depends on the reports I get from the distributor. You see, we get stats as to where people are listening, the age group of my listeners, uh, what countries they're listening in. And if I find that many of my Portuguese followers are eager for one once in a while in Portuguese, I'll go for it. After all, I do speak the language. And this brings me to ask you to please keep me informed of what you think about all this. Send me your thoughts, your input, your comments. I'd love to hear from you. Here's the email for the podcast. Very easy. Podcast at carlosavalon.com. That's podcast at carlosavalon.com. Also, feel free to send a text or leave a voicemail with your comments. The podcast number is one 209-319-9237. That's 1-209-319-9237. You can find all the info at carlosavalon.com on the podcast page. That's it for now. See you next time. Thank you for listening. Please join us again in two weeks for another episode of Carlos Avalon, My Music, My Life. Now it's not a sit and pray. That you'll come back to me someday.